Ref, 2017 has been rough and it's almost over, and I think we're all extremely excited about that. 2018 needs to be about entertainment. This being Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. is going to make a pledge to that. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, if I pull my mouth guard out and my teeth are still in it, you no. have my permission to end my life. Please do that. No. I'm not that tough. Never been that tough. Never going to be that tough. How are you doing this evening? I was good until you mentioned that story in particular to jog the memory. As if I needed to start the show off. Like there's a hundred different ways I thought we were going to start the show. I did not feel that was going to be the top. (laughs) Can we do kids wrestling next? When the the little girl's wrestling and then her tiny brother tries to come in and like steam pile two wrestlers that are locked mm-hmm. in fight and neither of them notice, by the way, that he didn't see dad run onto the mat and you just you politely memed it, me and Kev. Got That's a lot true. of play. It was also adorable. Yeah. So the well, internet Kev, have it. you decided which one you are in that situation? I have not. I think I'm I, – I, if – just in terms of our general heatedness towards the mm-hmm. other one getting beat up, I feel like that's the point where I'm getting heel hooked and you just charge on because you're upset with my defense. Mm-hmm. The only part they got wrong is – and this is where it would be really nice if Joe Rogan could have interviewed the kid after he got drug off the mat, but somebody needed to follow up. Who was he attacking? Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. he pissed off at his sister or the person fighting? They The release presumed that he was defending her. I'm not convinced, knowing sibling relationships as I do. You know how heated those can get. So I'm whoever the person was attacking, and you're the little boy. And it's just like uh, you're angry about my heel hook defense is where I think we are. It was definitely it, – it, it brought back memories of when I saw you getting beat up when you were training out here in Cali and me wanting to step in and say, like, no, don't do that. No one beats him up but me. That's what a family's about. Hey, that's I my friend. the shit out of him. Alex him Perez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, so anyway, I hope that you guys watched congrats that video. Blow, by the way. Yes, congrats uh, to Alejandro Perez. I, like, I know why he's in my mind. Uh, who just got his well-deserved brown belt? Who uh, I mean, he's he's been there. So got anyway, enough about Alex. Tyler's used cars. Just off the. Floor. Uh, so did you have another way you were going to start the show off? Because I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure you were going to go teeth. I felt like the little kids wrestling was probably a better like oh way to start the show. Instead, now I feel like we've gotten off to a weird start. Well. Uh, apologies, but we got to talk about the fights. You memed it well, and if you aren't following Verbal Tap, what a great holiday gift to you. Treat yourself and treat yourself freely. Follow what we're doing. Verbal Tap cast on everything. You find us on everything. Raph's interviewing. You would be surprised, the people that will sit down with Raph and talk to him about grappling. But John Danaher has done it many times. Mm -hmm. And you keep asking more of him and deeper things and about different scenarios. So there's a running track record of it. That's the type of stuff you could see. And right now, 
you could see the video game version of Dos Anjos finishing Robbie Lawler. And this was apparently a violent night because that's where the teeth came from, isn't it? Um, I don't Winnipeg. remember where the teeth came from. It's Canada. Um, I so think it was somebody else. It's cold. <laughs> I just I saw Dana White's picture next to that effing story so many times. Uh, let's see. I'll get you the Winnipeg. So, in case you're trying to wonder why we're all piecing it together, like it's the Hangover. Uh, Kev was busy over the weekend. I was at Nogi World, so I've ingested close to about 30 hours of grappling. And I put together some open mats while people were out here. So, you know, chill. We're, we're getting our facts together. Uh, There's that was a John. lot of fake news about the Winnipeg UFC fight night. It's tough to <laughs> sort Young through Crow what happened. is who it happened to. Who? It's, uh, this happened in China on Sunday, and I think he won. Uh, he won? No. Again, no, he did not win. <laughs> He's... I do also think it, this is going to be one of those things in like three weeks. We find out like that guy did a lot of drugs seconds yeah. before the fight because I haven't heard about this before. Well, there is that. Okay, so that was an important thing. The thing that Kevin's alluding to, though, is I have a beef with the internet right now, and I need them to understand why I'm mad at you. <laughs> Not you, but you, the internet. Um, my beef with the internet goes as such, people. I politely asked you to meme Rafael Dos Anjos teeing up on Robbie Lawler. And I said, wouldn't it be great if somebody could make the Mario coins happen every time RDA punched Robbie Lawler? And I gave the internet sufficient time. And a lot of people liked that video and shared that video and said that's funny. And some people stupidly put that it should be Sonic coins, which doesn't make any sense. When you lose your coins in Sonic, you have to go re-get more coins. You don't keep losing coins. The whole point is you, in Super Mario Brothers, can punch a certain thing that gives you multiple coins continuously, continuously, continuously. And I argue Robbie Lawler's head is essentially a brick. So there's evidence. You know, there's there's evidence. an actual metaphor here, people. And no one did it. And that was disappointing. So you know what I had to do, Kevin? Uh, Fiverr? <laughs> no, I, I wish I oh got <laughs> No, I had you to called waste. the verbal tap intern and you said, <laughs> Hey, you were like, Get the production team. They call the production team, and you were like, Get it rolling. Uh, yes, and then once they redirected it back to my own number. And then I... your phone rang. It was me, <laughs> the, the verbal tap intern. Call you back. Uh, Rep, you should do that thing you posted and somebody else should do. Ugh, As per your instruction. Uh, please don't call me again. Right. As per a certain uh, upcoming Avengers villain. I won't spoil it. Who... Uh, but as a certain Avengers villain once famously said, I'll do it myself. So I did it and I'm happy about it. So if you guys see it and you like it, please share it because I spent a lunch break doing it and I feel that is sufficient for your ability to give it a share. So <laughs> you're welcome friends. Anyway. Yeah, that was my beef. And you know, what was funny. I had somebody at uh, Valley Martial Arts Center ask me, Kev. They're like, who are you going for? And out of instinct, I said, man, I love Robbie Lawler. And then I remembered. I go, wait. Uh, 
we always say Uh-oh. RDA. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't go for him. I forgot. Rafael. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah. And I go, I never go against Rafael's. And he goes, why? And I explained to him statistics. And he goes, really? I go, it's a real thing, dude. You always go for the Rafael because not only are they an amazing name, but they also tend to do better. So Smash cut was like, to oh. clip of later Raph posting <laughs> Robbie or uh, Rafael Dosanjo <laughs> just, just levering. Lever Robbie Lawler. <laughs> I see if I can call up the clip because I just pulling I, the lever on punch, 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 punch. And Robbie Lawler's something... like ducking into each punch. <laughs> it's like just stay still. You I understand though. When you commit to doing this and a person's connected forty eight times, stringing together the longest mm. chain, allegedly, in the UFC. That's a lot of sound effect to do, so I just want you to understand that when you do about four of these, and I'm going to play the sound, uh, but when you do about four of these and you go, oh, I committed to 48, didn't I? Uh, It doesn't just start there. And then this is my favorite. Every one of those is a real hit, everybody. So, yeah, no, that was me spending my lunch break eating uh, a poke bowl while also going, can we, man, I I committed to this. I got to see this through. All right, fine. Fuck you, RDA. Congrats to you on your professionalism once again. Thank you. Congrats to Raph. Professionalism of the year being given away at the Flow Grappling MMA Awards, I hope. People go and vote for Raps moment. Do, wait, do we get nominated? Wait, aren't we in the grappling world? Don't I, we? I assume get, we like best nominated. podcast or something. I, I can't believe as the only late night grappling comedy show that survived sweeps, we didn't get the automatic hosting bid. But whatever, you know. Colbert's been snubbed. Jimmy Kimmel was I feel like I'm gonna we'll, get white girl drunk we and yell should. about this. Oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna get basic bitch drunk. I, I want to bring this up to you guys. Do you feel slighted by these grappling awards that a certain organization is doing? I mean, Kev, I do. I, I feel like what we should do though is encourage our lethargic and lazy fans to do something about it. And that is to start a crowdfunding website called hoegrappling.com hoegrappling is great no this site can't be reached no one owns it no 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 one owns hoegrappling.com I'm willing to make an investment right here right now (laughs) Kev just gave me the quickest shark tank pitch I've ever needed to hear I'm in hoegrappling yep sign me up Hold up. I think there's a, a GoDaddy thing for 40% off new orders. So let's seriously have a table <laughs> discussion about this after the podcast, yeah. okay? Uh, minute 11, Raph, for the after <laughs> so we can delete out all the... If you hear bleeps later, it's because we came up with a million-dollar idea. <laughs> Kev, you know what our million idea uh, kind of sounds like? Huh. It kind of sounds a little something like this. Oh, no. Come on, sound effects. <laughs> Fuck you. We're... There we go. Coin, Boom. coin, That's coin, us coin, making coin, all coin. millions from that. Coins. Oh, grappling coins. All, all we it's count all in Bitcoin is now. coins. <laughs> wow. I can't get enough of that one. Uh, mostly because I had to hear it in my head for about an hour's time. Hey, guys, that's not important. 
making memes is important work. But that's not what's important. Let's talk about how dominant RDA was here. Now, Kev, he didn't actually finish Lawler here. Because, as you previously mentioned, we don't know what Lawler's head's made of. It's out there. No. It's questionable. Harry Reid probably spent secret money on it in the 90s and 2000s to figure it out. Oh. That's an inside joke uh, for the UFO nerd community. And I'm not apologizing for it at all. Look it up. I enjoy the fact that people are seeing this and they their response was, how did Lawler respond to that? One person said, what was Lawler thinking? I think they were trying to reference, like, what was his strategy? What was he thinking when he got in there? And I was like, I don't know he was thinking on the account of the concussions he probably had from getting hit so many times. But that's just a rough guess if I'm making one. <laughs> yeah, and the UFC doesn't ha- if you think the NFL hasn't figured out their concussion protocol. Uh, Neves has the UFC. Their protocols usually, is he standing? He seems fine. I think he's good, right? And then they let him fight. I I would be crying. There would be a long list of people I'd be pissed off. Well, and it goes to decision. Because that's the other part of it. I saw Dosanya's hand getting raised. And then it was like, winner via decision. It was like, damn it. I guess I didn't catch all the clips I needed to of this fight. Only yeah, and it's hard because, again, when we have to piece together all of this information... Uh, it, it it takes a little while to to get it all there, but Mike Perry uh, yeah. So I, I got to see that. You see yeah, that? Mike Perry did lose. Uh, there were some interesting things. What did you see about the Mike Perry loss, though? Uh, well, first of all, did you see the pumpkin video of him kicking pumpkins? I did. There's a lot to Mike Perry that we all need to peel back, like an onion of pretty. And part of his allure is that he's been kind of a badass. Um, you know, last time we saw him, he was kicking pumpkins and I thought that was a huge sign of weakness. I was like, this is not good. That is not a tough thing to do. This is a thing wrote ton kids in middle school do Mike. Like this isn't as cool looking as I think maybe you think it is. So I would challenge him to pick up a man's hobby like snowboarding, skydiving. I rap. I don't know, man person hunting i'm just throwing out suggestions maybe that'll bring his fight game back sure a little less pumpkin Uh, spice latte hunting maybe a little less of that i said i'm in a beef with mike perry i think i i would like to apologize to the basic bitch community who listens to our podcast I did not know we would have so many insults coming your way uh josh emmett and uh, ricardo uh lamas though uh, a catch weight of 148.5. It raises a question. I mean, I know last-minute replacement stuff, but it does raise a question, though, Kev. Um, around Christmas, can we just kind of round down? That is a good idea. You and I have talked about this. The holidays are the toughest time to make weight. You see it every year. There's a clear corollary between Christmas, Thanksgiving, and people being a little chunky. It's not cool. You and I have been doing our part on this. I'll We've tell been you, making man, people aware. We've been trying. Uh, I'll tell you, I saw a lot of hungry grapplers this weekend at Nogi Worlds. And, Which uh, we're about to transition to, by know, the way. And I'm excited to... Good teaser. Yeah. I meant to say that 
14 minutes. Yes, yes, definitely. Crushing it. Uh, Well, here's the good news, guys. The minute people were finished with their matches, I would look at them, and the first thing I heard everybody say was, Oh, I fucking lost on a fucking DQ or because of an advantage. Let's go eat. So I was happy for that. No, that's good. I was really hoping you were like, the first thing they said when they lost was, hey, that's Rafa Sparza from Verbal Tap. I'm going to make comedy podcast. Hey, thanks for watching, man. <laughs> I follow you I, okay, this is a big shout out to all of you who, who come up and say nice things uh, to me at Nogi Worlds. Um, it's always sweet. It's always great. Um, but like sometimes it is confusing, Kevin, because when people come up and say they're big fans of our show, uh, there is kind of an impulse to going into directly insulting them because I say, (laughs) if you're really a fan of our show, then this should be normal to you. Right. Um, but then I think that's kind of a mean thing to do. So I'm a little torn. Have we decided how we do this? Is there a way? Is there a form that we're supposed to follow <laughs> here? I don't know. Well, first of all, I love Rap. You're so polite. Like you actually have our when Rap stayed here, our air mattress was slowly losing air each night. Not cool. And I was like, I gotta re, I gotta put more air in that. And Rap's polite. He's like, it's fine. He's like, sleeping on hardwood. It wasn't fine. We threw it away, by the way. After here, I'll tell you about that later. Oh, did in you the, really throw? <laughs> yes, That's pretty funny. it was leaking air. You were you were just like, it's fine, just don't worry about it at all. I was like, uh, ref, I'm putting more air in. Anyway, you're super polite. Gonna, so the fact that you're six and so it's like, I like your podcast. Nah. It's like, what's that shirt? What are we doing here? Is that a shirt? Honestly, on? though, <laughs> because sometimes they come in and like they give me that look, like you give Don Rickles, being like, I'm Asian too. You go that. No, no, I'm not. I don't. I don't know you that well, sir. I'm not. I, I don't even do those kinds of jokes on our show. Um, I just know that as it happens, and Kevin uh, does uh, fake news as we're talking about this here. Uh, I want to point out something, guys. I, I'm plenty polite when I need to be, but um, when Kevin's air mattress has just enough air, I'm like, I don't need to pump it up full of air. It makes very loud noises. It's really inconvenient. They've got puppies there. I don't want to take the puppies out of their world. I literally, it was very helpful to my back. I literally was just looking at it and saying, yeah, I can make this work. It's no problem. I'm good. And Kevin's like, it's losing air. And I was like, oh, God, Kevin, with all of his fucking needs, is like, <laughs> I couldn't live like this, Rev. It's too hard to sleep like this. I you know, sometimes sleeping on hardwood floor it is good for your back. <laughs> I was just true. doing fine. And instead, it becomes a whole thing about how Raph just doesn't appreciate the fact that we've got this perfectly good air mattress that can be pumped up at any time. But you never ask yourself, <laughs> is that good enough for Raph? Does he like that? No, you put it on air and you make it seem like it's weird. It's not that weird. I'm a grown adult. I know how to pump that thing full of air. Now, what I don't know how to do is make coffee still. So there was a moment I looked at your coffee maker and I go, oh, no, I'm not touching this. You... And so in successive weeks, my family came. Everybody's had their own small <laughs> bout with the coffee maker. My father was okay, sure there was fine. a pot I just, to I... put somewhere. And he was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple. We have a self-contained unit. You put water in the side chamber that separates. You put coffee beans in the top. And it fills up the top. And then you can extract the coffee at your will. Because <laughs> this is America. First of all. New to coffee. Second of all, don't want to break appliances. 
Third of all, it's one of the few times I you ever, get a massive. This is God's honest truth. Scream out for an adult. You get I a literally, massive. Excuse. I said I need an adult, please. You also didn't wake up three hours before I did, so you get a massive excuse. No, never. Uh, you're good to go. No. My father, <laughs> the night before, I was like, literally, just hit that button. Everything's good. He's like. I had this nightmare. I should have put something in and frantically looked for a coffee pot for three minutes. It's like, don't exist. Mm. Got it. Sorry about that. Anyway, we're just we're peeling back some layers ourselves as as we dive past our, our deepness into. And Raph and I have been talking about filming us living together as a real sitcom, but they've been doing it for a long time and no one's interested. Next yep. event to discuss and i want to stop and take a second i have been wearing okay it's been extremely cold in denver off and on Mm. we were going out for an evening we were going to be mobile we went to see the botanical gardens lighting you know what i wore wrath to keep the boys safe Mm. in this extraneous weather Mm. north south north south jiu-jitsu underwear they'll keep your boys warm they'll keep your girls warm they'll keep your everything in between warm you should consider north south jiu-jitsu underwear the holidays are about being snug and keeping your hips gripped and your crack covered that's what north south jiu-jitsu underwear does raph i just have to say it i just wanted to quickly mention that people should go NorthSouthJujitsu.com, and they should shop there. Get people you love something they're going to love. You know what they're going to love? Good-fitting athletic underwear. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. And uh, Did you stumble upon the actual, like, jingle that we should use with this now? I'll have to play it back. (laughs) <laughs> but we we certainly are open to that in you know we'll, we'll throw it in because it's kind people of are gonna bastardizing hear another out. one they're gonna hear the whole song blurred out <laughs> they're gonna hear beep 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 but for you but and it, i it's close because it's north south jujitsu underwear <laughs> yeah uh what is that what's the actual thing that's based off of or you uh, I mean, it, there's yeah. a lot of plagiarism claims that we're going to have to take on that one, Kev. So let's not get too far into that. Cool. What I do want to talk about, No though, Gi World. No Gi World. <laughs> I oh. do, too. Yeah. Jubera fought. I, he fought J-O-S's first. Psh. Psh. Oh, well, did he? Psh. Can't believe it. And I saw that matchup. It was it was referenced at the flowgrapples.com. It, they had the black belt division. You got to see Christian Woodman see his name. You got to see Jubera. It was fun. It's fun to see people. It's like, hey, I know some of these crazy badasses. And I also was like, holy shit, there's going to be some cool fights. And I believe there were very cool fights throughout this tournament. Uh, I think we're going to build up mm. to explaining that there is some back controversy. Con- controversy? Mm. Urshi? Oh, too much Kansas. Not yeah, enough. Energy. Urshi is good. Thank you. They, there was, there's people that have said not as interesting. And uh, there's certainly some things to be said about who was there to coach, who was there to look homeless, if you're following Raph's memes, and who was there to compete and submit people. 
Let's get right into some high points. Rap, you were there. What were you close enough to see that impressed you? Um, see up close or see from far away? Either or. I'm I because I watched at least day two. I watched Sunday. Okay, let's bring up a few things, guys. Number one, it was at the Anaheim Convention Center. So, okay. I was excited for that because that's where ADCC trials were. And for ADCC trials, it was actually pretty good, except for the fact that this time, for whatever strange reason, they put up the IBJJF uh, podium, not podium, but like giant uh, sign and backdrop. (laughs) They put it in a very inconvenient place. So if you were sitting in two particular rows, you just couldn't see like three mats perfectly. And uh, all they had to do, it looked like all you had to do, sir, was just take the piece of paper that you had as the diagram for the floor plan and just turn it around like 180. That's all I'm talking here. Just a nice 180 and put it on the other side that was already blocked off where there were no seats. And maybe that might have been a smarter idea. So I knew right as I walked in at like, what, 9 a.m. on Saturday morning and I took a look and I saw it completely out of whack i said all right it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those tournaments huh all right uh i can tell you some great things i some great things are um it's always good when you see uh like laughing lat giles and and uh, craig jones were there his team i got to see all of them uh craig jones said all those losers and i was like you guys are losers you're just misfits and he was like nah we're losers and i was like all right whatever you say buddy uh and you, you see them and their crew. And then even though Gary and Gordon weren't competing, they were there with their crew as well. Gary looking homeless. Just to fill in on that tease that Kevin was putting in. If you haven't gone to the social media yet, then do so now. You see Gary looking super homeless. Tell me <laughs> yeah, he's not. No, yeah, I have an issue here. You're, you're right when you're right. The issue I have. And you were right in this case. The issue I have here, though, is that Gary came straight from the airport, had his luggage with him, didn't have the good sense to actually put it away somewhere first, but instead just walked around wearing a stupid Christmas jacket that some people said, hey, I kind of like his jacket. And it's like, well, you're wrong, first of all. So you can't account for good taste. But second, Gary tried defending himself and saying, like, I actually think that's the coolest looking jacket I've ever seen, to which I had to respond yeah, it's something a homeless person would say due to their lack of comprehension of what jackets are supposed to look like. You idiot. Anyway. And he, anyway, it was good to see them and of them. Ali Taza oh. actually had an amazing day. Did you get to see any of his matches? No, I didn't. I really – I tried. <laughs> I was circling them at multiple points. I didn't see any Ali Taza matches. Definitely go look at his matches. Like, Ollie's in a really good place, and it was good to see him competing at that level. And he's been, I don't want to say under the radar, but I think this was something that he's deserved. Crownston also did well. I think he ended up getting a silver. Um, so those things were going on. Mr. Armstrong we'll himself, some... he likes that Oof, location. I, just, I do not. Mm, mm. I, I'm just I bringing up all the that. terrible stuff tonight. Sorry. Bye. It's fine. My bad, ref. Um, what else? 2017 is my year. 2018, I mean. <laughs> uh, what else? I I did see some good performances. Keenan was pretty dominant. 
uh, his he seemed to be imposing a wrestling game, not pulling guard, not doing yes. some normal Keenan things I'm used to seeing. Um, Lucas Barbosa again really controlled a lot of matches. You have been theorizing, and I'm going to give you some some backstage credit while we chat about this, and also mm-hmm. condemn it. You've been talking a lot about wrestling over the last year. Would you agree? It's been a massive focus for you. Uh, I have tried to do it. Yes. Yeah. And you won't shut up about how cool wrestling is and how important it is. I would think this no-gi worlds would be... And I, I think that lines up with what we see, right? What does Lovato always say? Control, attack. Buchecha, control, attack. Adolfo. Like, there's a lot to be said about wrestling well. This Nogi Worlds felt like the ultimate F off. If you pull guard, I will beat you in a control-based match. I absolutely will. And if I can get the takedown, I'm winning this fight. So, uh, for me, it was fun to watch. And I also have to say, a teammate. Over at Jabber Jiu-Jitsu, Austin Alexander won his weight class at the Purple Belt Division. No BD. Wow. Sarcasm hand raised. That's amazing. Raph, in general, wrestling, control, good takedowns, which are fundamentals, did overtake it. So while I would say not an overwhelmingly exciting IBJJF Nogi Worlds. Also, because notably, there was a lot of people I think missing, maybe from the Nogi game. Maybe those people that yeah. enjoy a certain level of submission freedom. You know, it's not any other rule. It's not the advantages. You know, it isn't. It's the no heel hooks. That's why you don't get them. It has nothing to do with any other okay. rule. Uh, Everything else, and you could get them. But it was missing some people. Is that a good overall assessment? I feel 100% it's just the heel hooks. I mean, you went all over the place, so I'm trying to I'm trying to reel in first things first. Okay. Yes, I talk a lot about wrestling, and I think that it is uh, such an undervalued aspect of it, to the point where one of my friends, Mike Frosto, the esteemed Mike Frosto, uh, proposed this thought, which is if you taught a wrestler good guillotine defense and did jiu-jitsu with them for about a year – do you think they could mess a number of very prominent competitors? And I I struggled to tell him no because the the jiu-jitsu wrestling that we do is like nothing. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Frost is just saying like any wrestler. He's talking like what if you gave that to like say Kyle Drake or uh, Jordan uh, Burroughs. Burroughs. Oh my god. The Jordan Burroughs. I'm sorry. Can we talk about Jordan Burroughs? <laughs> Can we make that a Christmas episode? Is that on the list? Sure. And what do you want to say about him, Kevin? Uh, just please come to some jujitsu. That that would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? That would be It would be. And it would it would throw off everybody's dynamics because nobody would know how to contain that much energy. Um and that's not to say jiu doesn't teach you how to work with that but that's usually if they initiate something and that's accounting for the fact that you might be able to work through a point system that might reward some people who take them down and then just kind of stay there which we see quite often your response can i hypothetical you what do you think he takes at nogi worlds in the brown belt division (laughs) i I don't know i think he'd do just fine he's taking top three 
I mean, come on. It's Jordan Burroughs. I just, that's he the can, interesting part about throw. your argument, right? If you take that type of top-level wrestler, that type of person that's so uh-huh. used to control and give them the tools, they're violent. That's pretty cool. But it's and fun we, we to see know this. We, we see a number of people too. who are like that. That's, that's why. So I, here's the additional yeah. aspect Sorry, go ahead. of this, Kev, though. Um, so you, you take that into consideration. Now, you're saying this at more black belt level. I saw it at different levels, was still existing for the moment where somebody goes ahead and decides to pull guard, and then you get the not quite 50-50 fuckery, but the pretend things that try to give you advantages, where you just kind of grab a foot and make it look like you're kind of building somebody up, when in actuality you're doing nothing. <laughs> that happened so much over the weekend, and I, I, I can't tell you how many stalemates were decided on uh, refs' decisions based off of uh, the advantages. <clears throat> now, it got to a point where my sister, who's still new to all of this, and if you guys aren't following her, please do so. Kid A Photography on Facebook. Crushes Kid it. A Photo on the Instagrams. Crushes it. She's doing a great job. Finally. A talented But as I far did as ask her because she's... I've been waiting for one. I've been I searching will, high and low. I will come over there. <laughs> I'm going to murder you in your – not even in your sleep. I'm going to make sure you're awake. I'm going to wake you up. I'm going to be like – I'm going to break your Kevin, other hand now, Kevin, son. it's wrath. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, I, I'm kidding. You're I'm going to tell the puppies to politely go the other way. Said, and I'm going to be like, you know what? Way. You're going to the departed. I appreciate you not going Sicario on me to really nerd movie this out. I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, no, to be she, fair, I think Victoria would be in my camp. She she would probably be like, he deserved it. So <laughs> he started this. I heard him say it. Let's it was just say this: inflammatory, and it didn't need to go there. <laughs> but your sister rocks. It's really awkward, though. My sister, when I asked her, I said, "Can you explain how this person won and this person lost?" And my sister, with all seriousness, just looked goes, "Oh no, I no." And the idea was, she was like, "I saw points happen." I was. I was like, okay, you understand those? She's like, yeah, I kind of understand those. I was like, but when you saw them tie, and she goes, oh, no clue. And then there were some where she goes, I would look at one guy who did most of the work, and I look at the other guy, and then the guy who did like less work would win, and I would try to figure out how. And I said, that's a fundamental problem if we can't really explain it. So somebody pointed this out, uh, but I believe it's Coach Kavanaugh, a.k.a. Conor McGregor's coach, who uh, put up a tweet, Kev. And I'm going to read this out loud because I would like to get uh, your opinion on this response because I've seen some media members weigh in on this and I don't think that they did it well. But I'm intrigued to see what you say. Five out of the nine IBJJF World Nogi Black Belt titles were won this weekend with no points or submission scores. Any picks I saw was mostly of an empty arena. Even the thousands of local BJJ players don't go. What can be done to make it more enjoyable to watch? Or don't bother? Question mark. Well, those are there's a lot in that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I believe I've Twitter's stumbled. changed since they've allowed people more than 140 <laughs> characters. I believe I've already stumbled upon answer into your second part. What can be done to make it better? Make heel hooks legal. Talk to John Evans. John Evans is passionate about this. Uh, make heel hooks legal. You're going to be surprised. 
Also, don't charge people in the pro circuit and have a pro circuit. Get rid of the black belt thing. Make it a pro circuit or black belt. I mean, knock yourselves out, but make it the pro circuit. Like, just give it a title. Those are two observations. Now to the front, yeah. Oh, I, so here's where I'm torn. I don't disagree that perhaps this IBJJF lacked any signature matches. We've had some very good ones in the past between Buchecha and Hadolfo, um, Buchecha and other people. We've had Lovato. We've had Shanji. We've had a really good era of some fighters that are kind of starting to transition to the next level, and that means we've got a new young crop. There was also some really good matches, and control-based fighting, while perhaps not as... <laughs> appreciative is watching a black belt beat up on a purple belt is still exciting. Like I, I enjoyed the matches I saw and I watched, I snuck over Raph. I got to stop doing this. I got to stop watching any blue belt or purple belt matches. I was watching the guys and the girls. Yeah. I, what the fuck is going on? What are they teaching people? I don't understand it. Like why are they teaching them some of these things? Anyway. Wow. So I wouldn't say I was underwhelmed. I had a blast watching what I was watching for what I was watching it at, which is not a twenty nine ninety nine price tag. Comes as part of a sure that's what you could pay per month. I mean, it kind of depends, right? Flow Grappling has its two subscription things. Yeah. You can either pay for the month, in which case you get access to their entire library. So my point being, you're not just paying for that. Any which way you want to shake it, you're getting whatever events are in that month and an entire video library, which contains a lot of jujitsu. So I, I don't acquiesce as simply and fuck off. Jujitsu isn't supposed to be cool to everyone. That's the point. If everyone wanted to tune in to watch two purple belts work on each other's half guard, everyone would be listening to this podcast. That would be wonderful for me. That's not how it works. Not everyone loves jujitsu yet. Is that, do you disagree? Where are you at on the stance of like, you know, it was a live TV event. It was what it was. Let me start by saying this. I love the fact that uh, John Kavanaugh is uh, weighing in on matters that he himself is not really prominently trying to help. So. How dare you. It's cool. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. But if you want to come in and help us, we're all ears. It just sounds like you're just asking a question that you're not really all that intended on answering yourself. Thus, you put it to us. But we'll do you a favor and try and help you out here. First of all, we got a lot of people because he has the Conor McGregor fans, and we know the kind of fans and perspectives they're going to bring. Trump, but one person Irish, said, said, give Conor McGregor a black belt. Why? So as this happened, you've got that. You've also got <laughs> Ryan Hall, who says, not a lot of jiu-jitsu being done at most jiu-jitsu tournaments. Ah. We continue on. I'd argue the format is more enjoyable than EBI. Uh, use EBI rules. That shit is exciting. Uh, sub only. Allow reaping the knee and heel hooks for black belts. Yes. Uh, edgy brage. One person literally just said edgy brage. There was no other... Words other than edgy braj, as if that's a well, response. Hold to on, rap. I want to be super clear. If Eddie Bravo was competing, I would watch that. So they're not wrong. I don't think Eddie's going to compete in IBJJF. If I were to make one here, here's a person who actually had a real answer. There's I no think bad the ideas in brainstorming. Cash prize incentive. <laughs> 
Sorry, <laughs> I stepped all over. I think that. the rules are just fine. A cash prize incentive for the winners and submissions would bring out more people and force excitement. One thing people forgot about EBI is that you only get paid if the submissions are regulation time in all of your matches. So, you know, saying add a small cash prize for the adult black belts, I think that'd be great too. Um, I mean, the IBJJF really makes a point out of saying this one thing, Kevin. They've gotten away with it for so long, and they've only recently had to do the BJJ Pro Circuit to be like, like, shh. But I think they like the idea that they're prestigious and that you have to pay for it and that they kind of think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because to them, they keep selling out. This year, they sold out a month before it was done. So they're not hurting for people. Where they might be hurting, and if I can point this out to people, is this. How does this not work? How does this not work with all of the things that are built in? The one thing Kavanaugh is saying is, how is it that people aren't coming? This is a mecca for this sport. And, like, we do pack them in at the Pyramid. We do pack them in for a lot more of the key events, but there's a disconnect that happens in jiu-jitsu. One person said, keep it out of arenas. Okay, sure, that's fine, but we do want it to get bigger, so I think that should be the goal. And you mean to tell me that we can't fill a place, given how many communities have gyms with hundreds of members, and if all of those communities come through and pull through together, that you can't make a spectacle? And even if they did, Kev, what does that mean? I'll tell you. I think it's time that you create it like a television show. Now, I know it's a little different because in the NBA, you don't have like the NBA finals. And before you get to the NBA finals or sandwiched in between somewhere, you get 1,500 pickup games in between. I understand that's different. But I think it's time to treat grappling and especially our black belts like a little more prestigious and give them the prestige they deserve. So make it an event. Make it more important. And I think that that's the hardest part that people don't do. So if I'm giving away free advice right now, nobody here works in television who produces these things. So they treat it like a streamed event. And so as a result like that, you get people who are going to be like, oh, I can stream it if I want, I guess. I guess I can go to Flow. When I, with a television event, I'm talking interviews. I'm talking more prepackaged than just Flow grappling. I'm talking everybody pulling their collective resources together to make this a thing. And more importantly to do more than just flow zone. I think the idea is you have to prominently get athletes to commit to doing it. You go after bigger tier talent. And I think that you make an effort to have a showcase time that says tune in specifically at these hours. And when you do that and you, you start to finesse that, I think you can really make an improvement. Um, I'm not saying that's going to fix everything, but you know what? I'm not going to give you all the ideas for free. If you'd like to hear more, contact us here at Verbal Tap for the actual specific ideas. But I think that's a good way to get the ball uh, started on this. Can I bring up one match that I think is really important to mention, though? Please. And I don't disagree with anything you just said in terms of make it some spectacle. Give the black belts their own platform. Give them something that makes it live and ready and going. Yeah, I agree. There's too much tradition invoked currently. Go on. 
so one thing I would say for you guys, uh, if you have not seen yet, obviously go look at all of Lucas uh, Barbosa, look at all of Keenan's. Keenan was very dominant, was very proud of himself that he ran. He did win with Rasslin, as uh, Kevin mentioned, and also was uh, able to do some rear naked chokes. Although I will put this to you. I did find out over this weekend and I think it will change things. Keenan told me over the weekend he does not like bacon. I will allow you to decide for yourselves Uh-oh. whether he should be crucified for that, but that's your decision, not mine. Secondary. <clears throat> Hard to call it my favorite fighter again. Just ever again. I think my favorite match I got to see all weekend amongst a, a series of good ones was Jared Dopp versus Wagner Rocha. And I got the chance to see both of them after. And they couldn't have been better, like more friendly competitors two seconds after they finished fighting. But they literally interacted, they went after each other, and then they were super nice after. But if you guys want to see what I think two grapplers at their highest peak that should really work within the rules of grappling, uh, look at those two because Wagner wanted to murder Jared Dopp, who was a weight size, let's be nice, above him. (laughs) And yet made it a super entertaining match. They both are the type of individuals that I think that would do very well when we talk about prominently displaying your top-tier talent. The fact that I didn't even know that Jubera was competing at this tournament is a problem. But I think that (laughs) that is uh, Kevin's fault mostly. But I I do feel that that's a problem, that when we look to trying to promote these things, there's a small amount of promotion that goes into – uh, making those people feel like rock stars. Everybody gets put in with the rest of the pack, and so when you have a like pros and your average day citizen getting grouped all in as one, nobody stands out. And I think you can make small adjustments to make that happen. So I would say that's one of my favorite matches from the weekend. Did you have anyone that uh, spoke out to you, Kev? Yes. I really had a good time watching Aaron Johnson fight. That guy brings the noise. Um, he's a, he's a, a, a bigger black belt watching Barbosa's uh, always interesting. He's, uh, yeah, I had, I did have some fun. I really enjoyed some of the fights. So, and I, I had a blast watching Zhao Gabriel cause he's so huge. Cyborg is really interesting to me, but also to me seems almost like he's trying to prove wrestling is superior. Like I just don't see him doing any of the taking of the back or the bear, but like some of the things I'm I'm a little accustomed to him doing, and it kind of felt like uh, watching Tom Brady hit somebody 15 yards and not 30 yards out. That's just what it felt. <laughs> I'll like. tell you this much oh, though: Cyborg and I uh, actually talked after uh, I believe it was Dop and uh, Wagner, and he was like, "I'll be damned, that's the best match I've seen all weekend." I was like, "Me too, man." And it was nice to know that we we shared a similar sort of sensibility as to something we found exciting. Uh, just from two people who were banged up, both of them were just like scrapes, cuts after that kind of a, a match. The ones that we kind of say teeter and actually being called a fight. But Cyborg, is, I, I think he's just at a place of doing whatever, man. I think he just enjoys the game. Uh, from the much that we were talking, he would just seem to be in a great place, man. So I'm just glad to see him out there and competing. I want to bring up this kind of last idea for... Uh, I guess, our, our discussion on Nogi Worlds, which is this. Um, you know, it, it is disappointing that we don't see that thing fully uh, stacked or, or flooded with individuals. Um, yeah, you can make it in smaller, more intimate venues. But I would love to see Nogi competitors get the respect 
and uh, appreciation that they deserve because there's a lot of people tr- practicing no gi. And yet it's a little disappointing to see that not everybody showed up. I don't know if it's too close to Christmas. People are burnt out by the end of the year. Uh, maybe just people don't view no gi as the same sort of thing. But if I'm telling you this right now, if I'm you guys, uh, I look at that opportunity as still that's something that's cool. But I think we can agree something does need to be done. So if you guys have ideas or comments or concerns, chime in, hit us up at verbaltapcast.com and let us know what you guys think. So um, I think that's going to do it for me on that coverage, Kev. Well, that'll do it for us here tonight. We're going to head to some shout outs because you are going to have to talk about some places you did some training. Yes. And I am going to need to talk. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Wow. There's a topic first. Raph, I'm going to have to put you on mute just before we get there. Is that cool? Okay. Uh, sorry, Rap, you're on mute. I need to talk to current light heavyweight champion, George's St. Pierre, because his camp issued a statement saying he would only fight McGregor or Mayweather. Here to comment, the champion, Canadians only, GSP. GSP, sir, how are you doing? Ole, 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 ole. It's almost 2018. So who cares about 2017 now? <laughs> uh, GSP fans care about it because you were amazing in 2017. You oh, want us all no, back GSP, GSP is already mentally in 2018. Uh, right now, I live in future. Uh, Phillips, Kevin, if you if you were smart enough to know how to transplant yourself like a Jedi, you would understand. I don't know. Are you a Star Wars fan? You big into it? Is that where I'm going? Uh... No, wink. <laughs> GSP is very smart. It is very difficult for you to comprehend how big GSP head is. And uh, by that, I mean how smart he is. Because people with big heads, like your co-host, are very, very smart. Uh, is it a big brain thing? Or are you just saying, in general, big heads mean it? Oh, yeah, it's all of the above. You know, sure. I, I fill in D on all my multiple choice answers. So, uh, uh, yes, I will. I will respond to your question as soon as you ask one. Phillips, get on. Yeah. Are you coming back to fight anyone? So is it just McGregor or Mayweather? That's those are the only two. Yeah, sure. OK. Any particular like uh, have either of them offered to fight you? Is this a chance for you to maybe go Pacquiao? Because wouldn't that be fun to go two versus two? Um, yeah, that would be fun for everyone else except for GSP. You must remember GSP is uh, also kind of semi-retired, which is why I looked at Mayweather and I said, oh, you right. want to do this? Yes, no, because uh, sh- we both don't fight that much. So like, uh, <laughs> and then uh, somebody, I, I read in a, a comment section and said, uh, we are a different weight class. You think that matters to GSP? <laughs> GSB will do any weight class. Have you not found out? Uh, that is until he has to defend the title, and then he says, no, no more GSP. <laughs> well, GSP, thanks for stopping by. I had to ask. You're only going to fight McGregor versus oh, Mayweather? Oh, always is. Uh... Go ahead. I just hope that I get to fight Conor McGregor. That is why I, I dropped out of uh, being a champion. And that is assuming I ever come back, because maybe I'm retired. I don't know. GSP is still figuring it out. It is jumbled in GSP's very massive, bald Professor X-like head. 
ladies and gentlemen, 185 pound champion, George's St. Pierre. Ole, 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 ole. My head hurts. Still ow. I'm going to bring Rafa Sparza back because sadly, Verbal <coughs> Tap fans, and I know that yeah. this is tough. You can console yourself by going to KOSportsGear.com right now. KOSportsGear.com. KOSportsGear.com. You can pick out a singlet for the holidays. You, a family member, someone you're just eyeing. Nothing says date me like a fresh singlet. Listen. KOSportsGear.com. The holidays. Raph and I are going to wrap up tonight's show and get ready for next week's show which is going to have a lot of fun look for us on social media find some of the games to play along for our end of season awards rap it's time for some shout outs to the whole phillips fam my sister and mother visited it was wonderful we had a blast little birthday celebrations really rang in the 32 to the whole phillips clan ranging to my father Raph. Did an RV trip with mm-hmm. him, went and helped him drop that thing off. Had a blast. Then got to show him around the hood. Having the house is nice. We got a new air mattress, so everybody's ready because, you know, Very nice. parents. And frankly, I don't think they were going to be as polite as you. would have been like, hey, you need to replace your shitty air mattress. There's a jet. <laughs> it's losing air as we speak. That's going to do it for me. Rafa's part. All right, let's talk about a few things, guys. I want to go ahead and say thank you to everybody we got the chance to interact with this week at uh, Nogi Worlds. If I miss some names, I apologize in advance, but I want to go through a few things. Number one, big shout-out to our pal John Combs for coming through and doing a very fun skit with us. Uh, We broke down how to do a north-south choke or a dragon sleeper, if you would. And uh, John was very funny. Our shout-out to Joey House as well from the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club, which, by the way, Training is going on in the mornings at 8 a.m. for the next two days, but Thursday and then for the next two weeks thereafter, we will be having training at noon. So if you haven't had the opportunity to come train with us and you can only do a little bit later in the day, come do it then because we're going to have a lot of jiu-jitsu orphans coming in town. And if you are yourself a jiu-jitsu orphan, we hope you come to train with us. Um, also, Valley Martial Arts Center, shout out to them. Big shout out to my buddy, Carlos. For his purple belt, he is such a great person to train with. Could not be happier for him. And, uh, you know, he he's one of those guys where he does, uh, you know, he works with his hands, kind of like uh, carpentry and, and construction. And when you see him grip something, you go, oh, my God, you're super strong. But he's also somebody who's willing to do the best techniques possible and constantly is trying new shit. And I can't tell you how much respect I have for that. So let's go to our Nogi Worlds shout outs. Number one, I want to go ahead and shout out House of Gyms and particularly uh, in addition to the people like Raul and uh, all the folks who work there who are always nice to me. I want to say a big shout out to our buddy Abner Sefuentes who opened up his gym to not just myself but to a group of Nogi Worlds travelers who came in for an amazing open mat. Couldn't have been happier about that. And I also want to shout out uh, 10th Planet Costa Mesa who opened their doors. And yes, they do have the best open mat in all of Southern California. You've heard it here. It happens 11 a.m. on Sundays. You definitely want to go. Shout outs to all the people there. You know, Sean, Jose, Albert, great roles with y'all. It's always great, 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 great training there. Um, I also want to shout out 
um, just a, a number of people. I mean, obviously we saw Gary and Gordon. We saw, uh, you know, Terry and Dane, two of our, our best friends on the show. Um, but I also want to give shout outs to uh, Dawn uh, from Philly. You are amazing. You are an amazing competitor. I was so glad that we got the chance to train together. She comes from Mike Padilla's crew out in Philly. Could not be happier that she was out and around. Uh, I also want to give a big shout out over to our good friend Pete, who I got to meet. Pete is a wrestler who is also a black belt who had some great opportunities to train. Also got to uh, you know talk a lot with him and, and got to see how he rolls nogi and Kev. No joke, he is a lot to handle. So if you're listening to the show today, sir, we hope you enjoy it. Um, also to Sarah, it was great to see you again. You're a beast as well. You're so nice. It was good to catch up with you. Uh, Sarah, you may famously know, also was once behind Leandro Lowe with me, who couldn't pay for his own parking at a previous IBJJF event. So it was great to hear what she's up to, and she is also competing awesomely. Um, I mean, there's so many people. I'm just going to mention them like some future podcasts, but you know, like David Mitchell and uh, Keith Corian and you know, all of those people. And, and shout out to Eric Medina for holding it down for the LA Jitsu Club. There's so many world class competitors that we got the chance to say hello to. And thank you again to everybody who came up and said how much you love our show. And uh, what we're going to do this week, if you guys go to the website, we're going to have nominations this week going up where you can nominate an underrated professor, a.k.a. somebody who's not appreciated enough, and we're going to give a, a prize to them. So we just want you to write up a little little short thing telling us what makes them unique, why they you feel that they're underappreciated, and uh, that's going to be our big Christmas shout-outs. So if you want to fill out one of those, that's great, or if you just want to send out – holiday shout outs to your friends and family hit us up we're going to show you guys how to do that later this week on our social media so keep a lookout for that coming up very soon and i think my friends that is going to do it for me hey that'll do it for us tonight here at verbal tap ref i had way more fun than i think anyone else did uh i'm kevin thanks for listening good night and good fun time.